The Question, a podcast that exists at the intersection of pop culture and academia. We sit down and talk about our favorite stuff through the lenses of what we do and who we are. From Pannoni Honors College at Drexel University, Dr. Melinda Lewis here. I'm your host. I'm here with Jenny Carolina Bell from Alumni Relations and a super fan of the Kardashian clan. When did you become a fan of the Kardashians? So I wasn't always a fan. I definitely was on the I Hate Kim bandwagon for years. Mm. And a friend of mine loves Kim and loves that she took something that many of us would have crumbled and hidden shame from Mm -hmm. um, and made it into this empire. She just really admired that about Mm. her and just thinks she's fascinating. And I was exerting a lot of energy being negative. And I'm like, why do I hate a person that has zero influence in my (laughs) life? (laughs) And I think because I didn't want to have that energy, like to expend that negative energy, I just decided like, it's just not worth it to to dislike her. And then I think when I stopped actively disliking her, it opened up space for me to like her. I think (laughs) because I was one of the few, at least in my social circle that liked her, I had to defend her. And when I have, Mm -hmm. when I'm put in a position where I'm defending someone, I then now like really like her because I have to stand (laughs) by my convictions. I don't back out. Get it, Kim. <laughs> I'm like, no, these are the ways she's great, and why are you so negative? So I wasn't always a fan, but I am now. I think I just didn't get it, like, because it was like, well, mm-hmm. what is she doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got this show, she's got whatever. But then when I began to think about how long she's been able to be celebrity, mm-hmm. how long she's been able to maintain and produce new stuff, like new content, new ancillary networks to, like, sell her stuff or to get her name out there, I was I began to feel that same like we could say you do nothing but you've been able to do nothing for a really long time. Put on sweatpants, take a picture, make a million dollars, no big deal. No big deal. Kim KW today is my number one, then Kylie's second. But I love Kylie Jenner. I think she's going to dethrone Kim, right? At some point, I think it's going to (laughs) be that we no longer need to know everything that she does. But Kylie's fans are much younger and they go a little older. And so I think there's just a lot more room for people, years for people to be obsessed with her. I don't even know what made her so fascinating, but whatever it was, or maybe it was a series of things that happened that had this huge cultural shift and she got all of these fans because she was doing Snapchat when I think like folks who were maybe 10 years older than her weren't doing it, you know? And I don't know anything about Snapchat because I'm one of those old people who are like, (laughs) "Ah, too much snapping for me. I'll go to Instagram where there's just a constant stream. A stream sounds safer to me than a snap. Um, I don't, if I hear a snap, then I need to go to the hospital and that's not good. Um, But one of the interesting episodes when Kylie was like 13, there was a big, the big conflict oh, was about you shouldn't oh. no oh. you shouldn't be wearing makeup you're too <laughs> young to be wearing makeup mm-hmm. and that was like the big should kylie wear makeup her other friends were wearing makeup it isn't fair and um watching it now you're like oh boy <laughs> how long has this been in the pipeline for kylie to get her own makeup yeah. line because i wouldn't put it yeah. past them to be like oh you like makeup you should really start that plan now kylie's a really strong little girl she's our little angel we couldn't ask for anything better but at the same time kylie's not going to roll over and play dead for anybody i think it was because chris i mean yeah. chris jenner i think had the power to make that go what whichever direction Kylie wanted it to go mm-hmm. into. Because ultimately, she, I do think that Chris wants the best for her kids. And her 10%. 
For sure. <laughs> Let's be clear about that. She sees the little bit of talent in you and she can monetize it like no other. Yeah. Chris is all about like, listen, I'll schedule you to the gills. But yeah. if you don't do yeah. this, then yeah. I'm not going to help you. And, and I that's think with Rob. We're seeing that's that. always the conversation with Rob. Like there's, uh, there's and, only sh- so much she can do. Yeah, there's that episode where it's like you missed your deadline and now you can't release your luxury sock line <laughs> until next fall, winter, because you didn't yeah. do this work. I legit want to start a sock company. So you're just going to have socks? <laughs> yeah, just socks. That's different. You have a mother who can position you so well to do literally anything you want to do. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't even, Rob couldn't even make his own reality show work. And that takes a lot for the Kardashians to make reality not fun. (laughs) Because I tried watching that show. It was painful. It was really terrible because I, and people were talking about it. And that's why I sat down and was like, okay, I guess I'll just get this over with. It just shows you that, (laughs) that they, that there is some sort of work ethic that has to come um, into play. There is some sort of passion. You have to want to do the things and be and be willing to put the the work into it. So many of those episodes are about work ethic and like mm-hmm. working too hard or taking time for family. That's always the biggest tension, work versus family. And it just kind of reminds you like how much we could say they're doing nothing, but they're doing something because I know that Rob is like literally doing, doing nothing. nothing. Right? Like we see what doing nothing yeah. looks like. It's what Rob's mm-hmm. doing. Uh where's Rob? I haven't seen Robin forever. Apparently he's upstairs dying. If you watch the show, they've all been assigned a type. I don't know if Chris is the one who said, okay, Courtney, you're the cool, mm-hmm. nonplussed one. <laughs> Chloe, you're the fun, you know. Say whatever. Kooky one, yeah. like breaking boundaries. Kim, you're the, you know, little Miss Perfect. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be a particular way. Who's Rob? I don't know. Who cares? Well, he's the guy, so he can, like, I don't think he needs to have a type. Yeah, he just needs to show up and be like, Don't worry about it. When I make my what? first million, you won't be saying Chloe. Rob, this Seriously. is getting out of control. No, I don't want to hear you guys room. just yell at me just and always try and put me down. Look at you. You're there just seems to be some sort of alienation from the rest of the family at least as presented by the show. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know these people. <laughs> right, exactly. I have a lot of psychological ideas about who they are and the emotional components of their life. But I'm also recognizing the fact that what I've been presented is entirely fiction because... It's what, yeah, it's how they want us to see them. You can tell when they reshoot scenes because they need to have it spin or say whatever mm-hmm. you know they need it to say. They're putting on a show. I'm highly entertained. I'm not offended when they do it. I don't get mad when they do it. I don't want to stop watching mm. when I know that they're coloring my opinion, but I still stand by them. We got to fit in commercial breaks within <laughs> life. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the whole premise of the show rests on this show being a way to provide information to counter the ideas of who Kim Kardashian was post-tape with Ray J. Right. Right, and it was to be like, listen, we're not an out there family. We're a sitcom family. We've got bumbly old dad and like bossy mom and just a good old family and a kid and a gang of kids. Like we're the we're just trying to make the American dream. Um, and it's only like later when they're like on their fourth Dominican Republic trip, <laughs> where you begin to be like, hey, love, wait a minute. I love their family trips though. Pop the question is brought to you by Pannoni Honors College at Drexel University. Pannoni Honors College is invested in undergraduate research, scholar development, and interdisciplinary scholarship. 
With students from various backgrounds and academic fields of study, the Honors College engages its community in complex ideas. Info at drexel.edu slash Pannoni. That's P-E-N-N-O-N-I. Pannoni Honors College, a place for active learning, high achievement, and community. I haven't seen the earlier seasons in a while, but they're, con- they're a different family. Mm-hmm. Kim has evolved so much. I'm thinking of when she married Chris Humphreys, like how she's how her behavior changed around him. I think she went a little bit, she became a little bit more dependent when mm-hmm. I think I saw her more as mm-hmm. independent. I knew she was uh, friends with Kanye for a while, mm-hmm. but when they got together and I saw that he was dressing her and treating her like a doll, mm-hmm. it bothered me. Kanye's definitely inspired me to want to like be a little bit more of an individual. I think my style's just evolving and changing, and I think it should because that's, you know, what life is about. Now, because I guess like they're just maybe tre- maybe Kanye is like the super trendsetter, I'm on board with it. I'm like, yeah, wear sweatpants and your, your stilettos, head to toe gray. That's fine. Yeah. When she wasn't like that, she used to be way more like mall. She, was, she looked like when she first started, like she shopped at the mall. But through it all, I stuck with her. I'm like, okay, I don't necessarily agree with this direction, but you, you know, fine, your choice. You're and sp- now I'm on board. You're speaking about her as if she's an actual friend (laughs) which is kind of the experience of watching the show because when I saw Kanye come into her hotel room to like pick her up to dinner Mm -hmm. they were going to Scott Disick's restaurant and he was just hanging out in the hallway like waiting for her I was like oh my gosh guy (laughs) to no one I was by myself I was with my cats and I was like guys I think he really likes her um I felt the same way when I was watching Friends as like a teenager right like I had these emotional relationships with characters who were not real but felt very real the Kardashians are real people but the characters they play are not real are not real but they have the same kind of sitcom where we all had a conflict and then like a kumbaya Mm -hmm. like let's hug it out type moment oh you said that with such enthusiasm come on let's have a little more excitement that's better yeah i thought so all right they still feel there's still a lot of emotions there still a lot of tension i'm very much invested exactly i'm invested maybe it's almost a hobby is that weird in this day and age no i mean because i think that in some ways, we've become so accustomed to the ideas of being watched mm-hmm. and watching others. Kim's just designed to live this life, and she know she does really well in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. They all, they all aren't like that. There are yeah. too many. There are way too many. Caitlin has like twelve children. I'd be exhausted. I mean, like, no, I don't feel bad for them because they're living <laughs> a very nice, cush life. But with all those kids, there's always drama. Yeah. But I do wonder what it's like to be working every day of your life, mm-hmm. because that's the vibe that I get from yeah. the show. Is that I mean, every time they Instagram, every time they tweet, yeah, every time they're on that show. Every time they're out in public, every time they're like, quote unquote, doing nothing at like a premiere or at a restaurant or Mm -hmm. they're just doing an appearance, that's all work. Mm -hmm. I don't know what a day off for them looks like because they're constantly performing. They're constantly aware. I never get time off. I just need like this 10 minutes just to buy a few things for myself is amazing. I love this. I have to get this. That I love. But if I'm just living my life, is it as grueling as we would think? 
Right. At least on the show, they allude to Chris Jenner and um, MJ, mm-hmm. the grandma, being always put together. It's work, yes. It's yeah, maintaining yeah. that is work. Mm-hmm. But but <laughs> when you see two the two strongest um, female role models you have doing that without all those cameras for years growing up and seeing it, the, when you look at all the photos they show, Chris looks amazing her entire life. Chris is always in a glamour shot. There's always a denim photo with her flipped up (laughs) collar. And the world that they live in and like the circles that they choose to stay Mm -hmm. in, it's just, I think it's just their life. One of the things the Kardashians also did was introduce the idea of curating yourself via social media. It wasn't just using social media, but really using it strategically to curate your life Mm -hmm. in a way that gives the people insight and access. And I feel like the Kardashians have really made business off of that idea of curation. Now Kim and Kendall and Chloe mostly um, are using it to share social positions that they have. They weren't doing that before. So like, um, I think they visited, wasn't it Planned Parenthood that they visited? They talked about like gun violence at some point. I just want to bring awareness to this issue because I feel like there's a lot that can be done in our community and it starts with just getting the information. Sometimes I really want them to use their platform and other times I'm like, oh, yikes, yeah. like <laughs> you could have said that a little differently. Yeah, I think it's important to recognize that people are human, that mm-hmm. celebrities are human because I think when you recognize the aspect of platform mm-hmm. that people then are like, you have to use it all the time. And that is kind of an impossible position when you've grown up in television, Mm -hmm. not really having, like, I don't think anybody has read any, like, bell hooks lately. And the whole Kendall and the Pepsi thing. Minimalizing race relations and um, um, police brutality. Mm -hmm. I would never purposely hurt someone, ever. And I would obviously, if I knew that this was going to be the outcome, like, I would have never done something like this. But you, you don't know when you're in the moment. And, like, it was the most, like, it was... Like, it was so, like, I just felt so <laughs> I love stupid. watching them from afar. But they're not my role models. Mm-hmm. I don't have young children in my life who look up to them. Like, so I don't have to grapple with those feelings. Like, mm-hmm. they, as adults making these decisions, have little effect on me. Because I'm not going to go and right. start behaving the way that they behave. So as a fan, mm-hmm. have you at all invested in any of their things? No. Okay. No. So. It's just from your heart. It is. Like, the, my admiration <laughs> is in my heart. I share it with my <laughs> friends, my family. But no, I I don't. And I, I'll watch you on television. I really want you to do well. I'm glad that you have all of you diversify and like mm-hmm. you have all of your hands in all these pots. But I don't necessarily want the stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a fascination that I have. <laughs> Kim K is not showing her Yeezy Collection 17 for, for Jenny. Because I'm not buying <laughs> no. any of it. At all. I almost did buy my friend a velour tracksuit, but then I realized it was for babies. <laughs> and I've never been so so mad that there was like a cute infant collection. Because my friend is not an infant. She's a grown adult turning 30. But I really wanted to get her like a luxury velour tracksuit. Yeah, like they their styles people just love. Like the whole oversized. They were doing this for a while. I don't think they do it as much. The really like triple X or whatever oversized t-shirt that they put a belt on and they put thigh high boots. Like, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But I love that you're doing it. <laughs> and I want to watch you do it, but I don't want to do it. In the words of Amy Poehler, good for you, not for me. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So that's, I 
maybe I think I must have drawn a line in the sand like years ago where it's like, no, I'm good. My fandom is that I watch, I support, maybe I'll defend if I need to, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to consume because I don't necessarily want it. My level of interest in makeup has remained the same. <laughs> Brand name level of interest has remained the same. <laughs> maybe some, oh, you know what? I might pick up some of their... um their sayings mm. bible bible yeah say bible bible it is a really fun way to be like tell me the truth they also have that valley talk where they drag out words yeah and everything's like a question mm-hmm. i try not to do that but i walk <laughs> but when i watch it a few times i'm starting to talk like them <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the future for the kardashians i think they're gonna fade out um the Kardashians, not the Jenners, are just going to get st- – Jenners, I mean um, Kylie and, and Kendall. They're just going to mm-hmm. get stronger because they're younger. Um, I think that Kim's hard to predict. People will always want to know what she's up to. If they aren't already, I think they're going to be studied, you know, in future mm-hmm. in academia um, as a group of people. Kim specifically, she's going to come up, like her business sense, the team she has, her celebrity, who she chooses to surround herself, her marriage, all – like – just the trajectory of her life. Mm. Like, she's made a conscious effort to look a certain way and made it mainstream. And her getting pregnant the first time um, with North and how that really changed things, I thought, honestly, it was a big step for her mm-hmm. career that she decided to put her personal life that could alter the course of her career mm-hmm. um, first. And for a while, put herself out there in a body that she didn't seem so comfortable with. I am just such a calm, different person and my life isn't all about me. I used to make my life so much about me and it's not, I'm not that person anymore. I am who I am now and I'm proud of who I am and I'm happy. Do you have any final words about Kardashians? They will not be forgotten um, in terms of pop culture at least. Like they're gonna be remembered fondly or not, right? And until they go off air, I will probably watch. Yeah. Because it's like any good series for me, it's like even if it gets bad, I want to see how it ends. <laughs> and that's how I am with my keeping up. Uh, thanks, Jenny, for hanging out and talking about the Kardashians with me. I could do it any day, all day. <laughs> Don't make promises you're not prepared to keep. <laughs> The Question was researched and hosted by Dr. Melinda Lewis. Our audio engineering and theme was produced by Brian Cantoric. All of this was done under the directorship of Erica Levy-Zellinger, the deanship of Dr. Paul Morans cohen and the Pannoni Honors College at Drexel University. Thank you.